Hello, and thank you for joining me today. Heather Gray with the Lime Boss Podcast. Today, we've got special guest Rochelle Dardano with uh, internal, internal? Internal Wisdom. Mm-hmm. wisdom in uh, Northern California. She's got quite the story to tell today, but first um, I am the Lyme boss. I help fatigued professionals with Lyme who want to conquer their brain fog, address their embarrassing gut issues so that they can get back to a joy-filled productive life, doing what they loved, not like wiped out on the couch. Um, and I like bringing on like-minded guests who also have, um, you know, they might not necessarily work in the Lyme niche, but they have some sort of a a, a niche that can help anybody, right? Whether it's autoimmune or mold or, you know, um, today we're going to be talking about poop and constipation. One of my favorite subjects of all time of anybody who's been listening to this. I mean, I used to have the podcast name used to be talking shit with Heather. Um, and it was a tongue in cheek. It was twofold. One, we were going to actually talk about shit. And then two, it was actually um, like our shit storm story, right? Most of us practitioners, uh, especially on the alternative side, got into this line of work because of our own health journey, right? Our own shitstorm of a story. And a lot of times people are not talking about like the shadow side of that. And I find that that's where a lot of the healing and the juiciness can begin, right? People feel validated and seen. And so that's why I bring on the different practitioners that I bring on. And I saw Rochelle here speaking at a bioenergetic conference. And um, I just recently became a practitioner and I was like, I just fell in love with you immediately. I was like, her, I want to be like her, like doing is amazing like this is incredible so yeah I kind of I'm being a fan girl now but I I am a huge fan so I just really appreciate you joining me today and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started what was your shitstorm story that got you into this line of work oh gosh thanks Heather for having me on and and what the work that you're doing it's fantastic and I love I love seeing it and hearing it uh because you know Personally, I need more people like me out there talking about it and, and, and becoming aware of the shitstorm underneath the layers of what we actually complain and talk about. We might complain about bloating or feeling a certain way that we know we're off. And I think that's where I was. I was very much into the aleopathic world in the lab industry and teaching doctors and around doctors a lot, but I was suffering silently. And so when I opened Internal Wisdom back in 2010, it was really about ending suffering for people just like me. And we can talk about these things and we can get help and we can help ourselves. And so um, that's that's why I'm here. So, so yeah, glad you're here. absolutely. Thank you. So yeah, tell us a little about what were you suffering silently with? Like what got you started on in, in your health journey? Yeah, I will say that what I was aware of at the time, back after I had twins, so I have three daughters. They're in their 20s now, but when I first got started in this, they were, I don't know, four or five, maybe. And I was drained from having so many babies, and I nursed them, and I had had a C-section, which added to a lifetime of childhood constipation. Epstein-Barr, when I was younger, I had a low-energy a ton of allergies. You know, when you sneeze 25 times in a row and your nose is constantly running, that was me. And I just felt like, you know, popping allergy meds and X-lax was a normal part of my life. You know what I mean? I just had done it so much. It's funny because I usually start off in podcasts that I'm on guests on talking about how I was basically born constipated. And I remember 
you know, my feet falling asleep on the potty when I was like four years old. And all my parents would do at the time of the doctors was, you know, throw that thick, nasty oils down my throat, you know, to soften my stool. But nobody was trying to figure out, right? Why are these kids constipated? Right, right. I remember my my mom going in with the enema back, you know, and I'm screaming bloody murder. I mean, because I'm thinking, you know, what is happening? And I don't remember being traumatized, but I'm sure my body was. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing coffee enemas on my nine-year-old, um, and I didn't know any better at the time either, you know, except that he was really constipated at the time, and who knows what kind of damage, you know, I've, I've, you know, done to his psyche. Well, we're trying to help. And I think that that's happened to me too. And my girls were of age and they were suffering. It really brought this awareness to myself that what is, what am I teaching? What am I passing on to my kids and how do I help myself first? And it was a God moment when I found a colon therapist, cause I wasn't looking and I was just buying at the grocery store, you know, x lax and tissue paper and um, allergy meds. And, you know, it's embarrassing. So I have the x lax underneath the tissue box and I'm standing in line holding it, trying to hide it. And this cute little redhead behind me, she says, if you want to get off of that, she hands me her card and she's a colon hydrotherapist. So I do like anybody That's does. A brilliant marketing scheme. Oh my God, do I need to hang right. out? Walgreens in the freaking constipation aisle and just hand out my card until they kick me out of Walgreens? Pull the sign up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's but that's, true. that's funny. But I did like any normal person. I went home and I Googled it. And and there's so much scare, scare stuff about colon hydrotherapy out there. That I made the appointment, but I actually didn't go until my third time of trying. And I just have I hadn't gone in eight days. I was miserable. And my children were really my, my saving grace because I would yell at them. And I hate to admit this, I was a bad mom sometimes because I was so stuck and frustrated inside my body that that was what I was becoming on the outside. It wasn't my true self, my true essence. It was this upset, stuck, clogged up, poop shit girl that <laughs> was just vomiting all over everybody else because I couldn't get it out one way so it came out the other yeah you know I, mean? I 100% you and I I swear to god were separated at birth because that's what I talk about all the time is how moody and reactive I was right and I used to get so frustrated with my ex-husband because I used to tell him all the time I'm like dude you know my heart you know, this is not how I am. But when I act this way, could you make me not wrong for it? Because obviously there's something going on. Like if I'm treating you this way, could you imagine what's going on on the side of me? And he could never, he could never get it. He always met fire with fire, which ended horribly. You right. know, my new husband, God bless him. And I'm not as sick as I used to be. But in the beginning, he didn't make me wrong. You know, he punished me for some of these outbursts and what a blessing that was. Like he honestly got that I, I was not well, right? Because what well person talks to their kids that way, right? What healthy person talks to anybody that way? Right, right. Yeah. Right. So when I first started going to colon hydrotherapy, that's what I noticed is that I, it was hard at first, dun, dun, 
<laughs> There's so many. I'm like, you see, you know, wonderful <laughs> shit, you know. I mean, there was a soaking process. There was a retraining within my body to let me learn how to let go because I was so tight in my abdomen, so tight in my gut, so used to holding on to that shit that it took a minute, you know. And and I changed a little bit of my diet, but really, it was more about trust. Trust in the practitioner, trust in the process, trust in myself. And once that happened, the shit just flew out. I mean, it was just, can I say that on your podcast? Oh my God, absolutely. (laughs) And I remember going out to my car and losing my shit emotionally, like just crying, like you (laughs) can't catch your breath, bawling, bawling. And I felt so good afterwards. Heather, it was a life-changing moment of freedom, of like relationship connection between my emotions and this constipation problem that I thought would be my life. Wow, that's incredible. You've given me goosebumps, like the size of Texas. (laughs) Yeah, it was, and then I immediately decided to leave corporate. Didn't know how I was gonna do that. Didn't know what I needed to do next, but that I was going to be opening a wellness center because nobody needed to suffer the way I was and we needed to figure out a different way especially for us women especially for us moms because that generational thing happens and I wanted to be a part of helping that to not continue yeah it it has to start with me so that's what's your relationship with your kids like now great yeah how old are they they are 21 my twins are 21 my oldest is turning 23 this month Gotcha. Gotcha. Mine's 19 and we still kind of have a strained relationship. I think he still holds a lot of resentment and a lot of issues from, you know, I was undiagnosed Lyme disease for 27 years. I was not well. Right. And I've apologized and I've apologized, but you know, until he's ready to actually kind of process and work through that with me, he's still kind of massively holding on to it. And so it, our relationship's not what it could be. And I'm hoping that it, you know, as he gets older, that that'll get better. Yeah, it, I think it does. I think with maturity and they have their own experiences, at least with my girls, we, we did landmark um, when they were about eight or nine. So we were right. able to kind of compartmentalize. Everybody's doing the best they can. With what they have right and self-compassion and and I think the healthier you get and and continue to to prove that they see that too whether they'll acknowledge it <laughs> right <laughs> it's a different thing but over time time does heal absolutely absolutely so yeah go into a little bit more about your uh like journey of getting unstuck and how you stayed unstuck and kind of what you guys specialize uh at your clinic there in in California Right. So we start with the end in mind um, as the drainage funnel. You got to clear the crap and we teach a lot of breath work. We teach about the emotional connections between constipation and what there there's those things that we know and we know we talk about Heather. And then there's those things that are, we know is off. And so we do dive more into those deeper issues. As you know, there's layers. Absolutely. So When I opened the center, it was all about constipation, um, and it still is, but it's also about that emotional, mental connection, the lifestyles, the choices we make. Amen. Yeah, that subconsciousness that drives our little voices in our head, and that's what led me to bioenergetics and Nest Scan um, and using Nest. So are you a colonics therapist yourself? 
I have been, yes, for 13 years. We have uh, three other practitioners here. That's funny. That was one of the, um, that was actually one of the uh, uh, certifications I wanted to get um, early on after becoming an FDN. Like that was my next thing. I wanted to become a hydrocolonic therapist. And my ex-husband at the time, you really think you could shove a tube up somebody's ass for a living? I'm like, <laughs> Uh, yes, because I know what the ridiculous benefits are, you know, to this practice. And I, I teach a lot about coffee enemas because I'm still just such a fan. Like, oh. you got to get that shit out. Like, constipation is no joke. Well, and coffee enemas. So, first of all, let me say we never shove <laughs> anything. <laughs> it's always <laughs> gently placed. <laughs> Unless, what if, eh, no, sorry, I was going to go down a bad path there. I, <laughs> Well, and I want to correct it just because there's okay. so much misinformation about colon hydrotherapy out there. And it's so, it can be so therapeutic. Absolutely. It's properly administered. We go very slow, one cup of water at a time. It's triple filtered, super gentle, and it's working with your body, not this mad rush of hose water going up right. in a shoving forced way. And right. that's what you want to look for when you're doing a colon hydrotherapy session. And then, as you know, the coffee enemas are really about the liver, mm. not so much about the colon. So it's um, co water coffee enemas or, or um, colonics prior to a coffee enema, game changer. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I usually do a couple of uh, saltwater series before I actually go in and do the coffee enema, just because yeah. I, like I said, I've got a history of constipation that goes clear back to when I was four. And, and granted, my gut is working so much better now, but I also learned in my, you know, you talked about epigenetics, you know, in my DNA that I just don't detox properly. So it's a part of my self-care once a week. I do that three series coffee enema Absolutely. just to make sure everything is, is staying the way that it needs to be, you know, not letting my detox bucket get too full again. Absolutely. Right? Ever. Yeah. I, even as a, as a colon therapist, I think I was doing colon therapy for about seven years before I got up the nerve to do a coffee enema. Oh, it just really? like, what? It's so weird, but I love them. <laughs> oh, yeah, love, it, love them. In FDN, that's actually part of our protocol. And uh, back then, that was right after I got diagnosed with Lyme. And if you told me to jump, I said, how high? Because mm -hmm. I, I just wanted to get better. And so they were like, coffee enemas daily for almost three months. And I was like, okay, here we go. Man, and my ex-husband was so annoyed with me because we'd be at like picnics, like a barbecue, a freaking 4th of July. And I'm talking to the person next to me about my, you know, uh, coffee enemas or my colonic experience. And he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, dude, you have no idea. This is a game changer. This is a life changer. Like detoxing, man, like it's, I'm glad that it's getting the exposure that it's getting these days compared to, you know back in 2013 when I, you know, became an FDN and back, gosh, when you started, like it was not even spoke about. When I started, I really, I almost, because I came from the medical industry too. I, my site in California is really kind of hidden because I felt like I was, had to almost go underground. Like right. it was this witchy kind of thing that I was doing, right? <laughs> this backwardsy thing, but really it's going, going back to the fundamentals. It's going back, there's a history through Egyptian, all the way back, right? Colon hydrotherapy, different, obviously, different equipment, but <laughs> it's oh. even in the Bible. There are there are verses keep thy temple clean, right? So you have to start with the end in mind. So that's that's what we 
base everything here at Internal Wisdom on opening up the drainage pathways, opening up the skin to sweating, opening up the lymph and moving it. But it has to go in proper order. If you're backed up and you start to detox, and I think this is where a lot of people go wrong is with they start a cleanse, they start a New Year's resolution to lose weight, and they do it in improper order and they feel worse before they feel better and they hurt. So it's really important to start with that with the constipation, get that moving, get that moving well, then you can go deeper into the coffee enemas and the other things. Amen. Yeah, I, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves in the Lyme community is everybody's chasing treatment. And then they get their treatment and then they wonder why they're so damn sick. And it's because they didn't address the end in mind at all. They're so damn backed up. And then now they're killing things on top of it. And now their detox bucket is wickedly overfilled, you know, right. overflowing. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be that way. It, it doesn't have to be that way to get better from Lyme. You don't need to, you know, get bedridden for three months, sick with Herx. It, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. Right. Well, and practitioners giving handfuls of supplements and some people can't handle all of that. All of, most people can't, I can't, right. do I want to take those, you know, you got to build up and start with where you're at. Absolutely. Everybody has a different energy level. So I'm looking at energy, most of the time I'm looking at energy and I'm looking at detox threshold and I'm looking, all right, are you, which bucket are you in? Are you in, do we need to bring up your energy level before you can do any detox? Or are we looking at, okay, you're resilient enough. Let's go ahead and start doing some of that detox work and see how you react and learning to trust your own body. Beautiful segue. So let's talk about that energy point. And you said that, you know, that you got into bioenergetics. Can you explain a little bit about what that is and what you're talking about and how you use that in your practice? Absolutely. So, so when I first opened, we were focused on colon hydrotherapy. I knew about the sweating from IIN and, and my nutrition background. Um, and then I got really interested in flotation. So I brought in two flotation tanks and meditation and sound and isolation. Yeah. And I started working with veterans with PTSD and women with um, issues with uh, sexual issues in their past. Um, and what I discovered was that I, over time, my sensitivity was such that I could start to feel other people's energy in the tank. And I wanted to figure out a way the water was clean. It wasn't a hygiene thing. It wasn't a biological thing. It was an energetic thing. Mm. And with my human design, I have to wait for things to come in. And Ness came in like to my field. And wait, so my... you're a projector? I, a manifester projector. Okay. 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 I'm a generator. Yeah. yeah. I make things happen. You make things happen. Well, I thought it was a make things happen when I, when I force things. It goes all wrong. I have to wait for it to come in. So Ness came into my field. I, I got the scan. I got the rep to come in and do the demo. And we took some of the love and some of the infraceuticals with the vibrational frequencies and we dumped them in those tanks. And then I floated in the tank. And I had this experience that was like just so overwhelmingly, the best way I can descri describe it is I got unstuck and flooded with love. Uh, and it was just like, oh, this is amazing. I have to have this. I have to learn this. And so I jumped into Ness pretty full bore. And, you know, it's an intense training. Oh, my it's, God. I couldn't get over, like, right off the right off the bat. Got just right out the gate. The, the physics, the amount of physics. Like, it was like, holy shit. And I 
freaking tore through that during my free trial because I'm new in business, right? I've been around for a while, but I'm new in business. Like this was a huge uh, undertaking for me to bite off. And I really needed to make sure it was a fit before I said yes. And so I, I got that done in like two months. It was ridiculous. I did like 80 scans and became a practitioner in two months. Like it was nuts. Good for you. I burnt myself out a little bit. I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't recommend people getting into it that way. Not Right. It's, it's intense. And you'll continue to learn. I, I'm six years into it, I think now, and I'm still learning. That's awesome. But you'll start to see correlations with people and you'll start to see correlations within the scans and you'll start to make us, you know, as people are going through a detox cleanse and using the infaceuticals, those conversations have a pattern to them that are very human. That's very accepting. That's very loving. And it's a general uh, confirmation for people to be able to see, oh my gosh, how did it know that? How to, and it, and I felt that way. That's what, that's how they feel too. And so for me, it's, it's just a, an extra layer of access to what you already know and visually being able to put that in context of empowering your lifestyle changes and giving, giving some, oh, I don't know, for me, permission to be imperfect you know, permission to be on the journey, permission to be human. And that's very comforting. Absolutely. Even that word came up on my first scan, perfect. And then it showed up in the uh, meditation. And at first I kind of like cringed because I was like, ah, perfect. But it's like, no, it was talking about that whatever happens is perfect. And it's, it's part of the design, you know, because part of my story is, 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 is perfectionism, right? You know, having that, that type A personality, you yeah. know, I was like, ah, when I heard the word perfect. And then I was like, no, wait, she's saying something different here. Like that, that it's perfect when I screw up and it's perfect when I do things well. And it's perfect when I yell at my kid, that it's all a part of this design and kind of what we signed up for. And, and that's what a gift, right. To have that permission to just be able to show up and know that what is happening is perfect. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and to be able to have tools to have all of the rainbow of emotions, like we can be angry, yeah. but there's a healthy way to express anger and upset. And there's an unhealthy way. There's an in control of our emotions and there's uncontrolled. So it all, again, it all starts with letting go of your shit. It all starts with, you know, acceptance and self-compassion and that then folds out into the universe how we are within is how we are on the out absolutely so what were some of the um results and kind of benefits that you started seeing like within yourself and some of your clients after using this oh huge life shifts so a lot of people come when they've had enough you know mm -hmm. I, I i'm fed up i can't deal with this doctors are all telling me i'm fine or i know there's something wrong you know the story and I'm, I'm ready. I've heard my friend went to you and I'm here now and I don't even know what you're about, but help me. <laughs> and um, some of the things, the question really is, um, being true to yourself. I mean, being true to yourself, what have I, what do I, I lost my train of thought there for a second. <laughs> so like, what kind of benefits have they experienced? You know, I noticed for- oh. Yeah. Like dreams, my dreams. I cannot believe how vivid and how much I'm remembering my dreams for the first time in decades. Like that's been kind of a cool yet crappy. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, um, experience. So I was just kind of wondering what kind of benefits you've noticed with yourself and with your clients after using the Nest system. The Nest system. Got it. Okay. So yeah. So dreams is a big deal. Putting connections together. Like I'll have a conversation. Oh, I had that with my child, with my dad when I was a kid and putting those two connections together, um, making shifts and decisions easier with clarity. You know, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. When before they couldn't even name off what they really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, a lot. People with Herx on them too, especially if there's an underlying long-term, like if Lyme clients come in or Epstein-Barr and it's undiagnosed or, you know, there's something going on with the immune system that surfaces pretty quick. And so you've learned, I've learned to go a little slower at times, depending where, again, where people are, because they're powerful. Right. It's crazy to think huh, that people can herx off this, but yeah, I've, I've seen it as well, especially with the EDs that the EDs have a more of a, a detox, um, you know, model to them. And so anytime I see EDs come up in their pharmaceuticals, I'm like, okay, you might want to start off a little slower with these because I don't want you to have a herx response, but yeah, I mean, but even, even the herx response from these are still like nothing compared to what you would get if you were like, you know, started regular supplements, right? Uh, well, it, again, it does depend on the person. So I've had people just do implacuticals and I've had people do other detox programs and services too. Mm-hmm. And some people generally will report back that they can't feel the implacuticals at all. That doesn't mean that they're not working. Right. It just means that their sensitivity level isn't there. That they're going into deeper, deeper levels and, and it takes a little more time. And they usually do experience some sort of dream experience or deeper sleep or disturbed sleep for a little bit and then it gets better again um so they they can be pretty intense though depending on how much you take yeah Yeah. when i first when i first started with ness i'm like i was in the mindset type a personality if a little bit's good then a lot's better So I was like drinking like a whole bottle of, you know, love and stuff to try to get past whatever I was going through at the time, usually a broken heart. And um, then I learned that that wound up for me with a lot of tears and crying. So I needed to slow down. (laughs) I was impressed. I got the ESR on my scan for the first time the other day. I literally took two dropperfuls and then within 10 minutes I was bawling. I was like, oh, it's an emotional stress release. All right. Like that's incredible. Right. I'm sitting here with my, my health right now set on female because, you know, I was told that that's a good idea to do. Like when you're doing stuff like this, because it kind of helps bring that magnetism and charisma, you know, playfulness, right. Of the female out. So what are some of your favorite experiences or things with your, my health? I think you're, you're doing it. Oh, okay. I used to podcast because I, before zoom, I was using Zoom before everybody was using Zoom. And, you know, you have talking to people and getting people all over the world to talk. And, and I had the My Health. And it, it helped me to just like a little bit of a, oh, there I am. Oh, there I am. Um, using it with clients and having, like I had a quadriplegic and her hand was all cramped over and we used the My Health on her. Mm-hmm. And, and her and she could bring her hand forward. I mean, so there were some healing experiences that are outside my realm of my general practice, right. but we were playing, you know, let's see if this, let's see if this will work. Let's try it. And I'm a real big experimenter and player with those kinds of things and their game. Great. Let's, let's see anything that will help. 
right? Feel better. Absolutely. And it does. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I'm still blown away every day, every single day. I'm blown away by this technology and, and bummed that some folks aren't, you know, getting the results like that I've been experiencing. And so I, cause I'm, I'm such a big, I want everyone to experience the same awesomeness. Right. And it doesn't work that way. You know, there's, there's not one thing that fits all for everybody. Otherwise there wouldn't be a need for so many different types of practitioners out there. Right. We'd all be the same and look the same and act the same. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I have found more cleansing, more cleansing first, sometimes is helpful with the impaceuticals too, because you can't pour more tea into an already filled up cup. Uh, that makes sense. The impaceuticals can still penetrate through, but if you're not, if you're already dealing with so much stuckness, your body gets more overwhelmed. You can't go into those deeper layers of emotional healings that that can provoke when you're the physicals you know they're both the same in the mind can't distinguish between the two but still there's this physicalness to our body absolutely so what is your favorite niche what what is the type of folks that you work with you see there in your clinic the most of yeah stuck people people are stuck constipation is our jam around <laughs> here uh usually people that have um they're in a, some sort of transition, relationship transition, work transition, their health has transitioned, like menopause or something like that's going on. Um, their kids have gone off to college, now who am I? Those are all things that can relate back to physical stuckness, emotional stuckness that we work with. And you brought up something a while back that I kind of lost track of, but I'd love for you to go back. And I would love if you wouldn't mind giving us like an example of some breath work that you teach your clients. Cause that is like the thing that I've learned in the past six months that has been a ridiculous game changer. I actually kind of used to poo poo, you know, breath work because I'm like, lady, I'm breathing every goddamn day. Like if breath work worked, you know, why, why wouldn't I be okay? But I didn't realize what a shallow chest breather I was. Right. And then once I started learning stuff like breath of fire, right. And then some even box breathing to get my nervous system out of fight or flight and into rest or digest, like what a freaking game changer that is. So, I mean, like I said, if you're willing, do you have uh, one that you could show us? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, so breath of fire, I love what you've just mentioned, but a lot of people can get dizzy or lightheaded, especially if they're super backed up. Right. So I do a couple of things that are more somatic. So we do a thing called pump it up and you hold your hands to your side and like you're holding a dumbbell and your thumbs are pointed towards your ears and you're going to breathe in a really big, deep breath and push up as hard and fast as you can and, you know, elongate your spine and then, and then exhale. Yeah. And you want to do that. 40 times, 40, as fast, 40, as fast 40. As you can, you don't have to do it. We won't have to do 40 here, but on the last breath in, you're going to breathe in and you're going to hold it. And you're going to imagine like there's a cord going from your tailbone into the earth, deep grounding. And then another light being shining straight up to the sky. And you're going to reach up as fast and elongate and just stretch out the, all the rib cage and just create space. And then when you can't hold your breath anymore. My God, my back loved that. Yeah, right? Dude, that was ridiculous. <laughs> nice. 
Another one, so that stretches and elongates. Your body needs space for the abdominal, the um, diaphragm to create that awareness and space in there and unravel what might be just, you know, we, we tend to hunch, we're over a computer. It's, we protect and we don't realize how much we're doing that as a habit. Right. Um, the next one would be like to pretend like you're grabbing your shoulder and your shirt and picking that up. And we're gonna twist and breathe in towards your heart. So on your left-hand side, we're gonna breathe in and exhale the other way. In, exhale. Get your neck involved. Look as far back as you can. See if you can look a little bit further each time. And this, you can go as slow or as fast as you can. If you tend to get dizzy, you want to sit down doing this. <laughs> like, I did get a little dizzy, but I think it's because I'm in a, in a chair that moves a little further than I probably would have. Yeah, that's where I would caution with the, both of these breath work, you want to build up to it. You don't have to do breath of fire like that. You don't have to do that for it to have huge benefit, but it's really about now we're twisting the spine. We're creating, and we're twisting the abdominal muscles. We're twisting the digestive system and right. we're creating that freedom. And then all that oxygen is flooding all your cells in your body. So it's telling your nervous system you're safe. That's beautiful. And why is that important? Well, you know why. It's I know why. <laughs> the more we relax, the more we release. Mm. If we're not in, if we're in a stressed out state, we're not in our creative minds. We're in our survival mind. Our survival mind does not need to poop or have sex or eat. It just needs to either what? Flight, flight, or freeze. <laughs> and most of my clients are frozen. They're stuck, right? So we want to get you unstuck, which means we have to get you in that relaxed state. We have to get you in the playful state. We have to let your nervous system know you're safe. Yep. So you can take a poop. <laughs> <laughs> and have a sex drive and digest your food. Yep. Exactly. All the things that are pleasurable in life. We're human. We're supposed to be enjoying this journey. Mm, absolutely. Thank you. And that is just a, another area that I think is so um, glossed over, right? That it, it never ceases to amaze me that when you put in these foundational, simple, right? Don't, don't underestimate the act of simplicity when it comes to healing, you know, and, and thank you for, for kind of, you know, sharing that same sentiment that it really doesn't have to be this ridiculously hard treatment that you get in Germany twice a year. That's $10,000. Like it's incredible what can happen when you start off at home with things like breath work, lifestyle changes, uh, detoxification, right? Supporting the body at the most foundational levels. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for women. Women need community. We need to know we're not alone. We're missing out on all of that. And I think that the part of our soul craves to be around like-minded people, craves to be able to share our stories and, and the good and the bad and the ugly and, and being able to bring forward our essence of not so good, bad, and ugly, all the good and happy and, and in celebration. Um, and in that process, you know, uh, acceptance of just where we are at so that we can have more fun with it. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be so difficult. 
That absolutely does not. Thank you so much. It was so awesome to have you on here. So this is the shameless plug time. Like, what are you working on right now? What are you putting out in the world? Is there anything that you'd like to promote or how can people find you? Yeah, right now we're in the process of developing our internal wisdom community. And I really love sound vibration. The energy work is profound and then a detox cleanse. So we're, we're doing some group work, getting ready to do some group work. Um, and then we have a wellness center here in Northern California that we are beginning to do retreats for. So people will be able to come in, do intensive therapies here and stay here for a little bit, learn what they need to learn. And then, and then we teach them skills to do from home. That sounds incredible. Oh my gosh. I am so jealous. <laughs> uh, thank you. So, and then how can they find you? How can they reach you? Oh, internalwisdom.com is our website. Easy enough. I will put that in the show notes as well. Great. Thank you. Fantastic. Anything else you want to leave on with the, with them? Um, like I said, anything else you'd like to promote or? Yeah, no, I think um, I really appreciate you having me on and what you're doing in the world. I just think it's amazing. Yay. You admire me so much. Thank we you. just <laughs> sit here and gush over each other. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome sauce. Well, thank you all again, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and uh, have a healthy day.